0: Thank you for selecting this presentation brought to you by the Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center's Media Ministry. Sit back and relax and prepare to hear God's Word. And now here's today's speaker. The Lord wants to equip you. Uh, we began on really a few weeks ago, I believe, talking about prayer and dealing with that, uh, about spiritual warfare on Sunday mornings. And uh, on last Wednesday night, Elder, Ware was up before you? She spoke about prayer warrior, and tonight I'm going to give you what's called, well, this message, this title, if I were to title it, it would be called Prayer 101, Prayer. Prayer 101. You need to be able to intelligently teach someone to pray intelligently teach someone to pray if it is your children if it is your co-workers if it is membership if it is employees family members friends you need to be able to teach them to pray and this last end time uh, revival of souls harvest of souls as more and more people are going to give their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and even doing that right now they're going to have to learn to pray Remember, a Christian that does not pray is spiritually neutered. You can't reproduce. A Christian that does not pray is unplugged from the power. Little prayer, little power. Much prayer, much power. Are you understanding? The power or the gifting or the anointing that God has on your life, you will see. Uh, it will increase the more time you spend with Him. You'll get the power that you need when you're in His presence. So the more time you spend in His presence, the more you will receive from Him. Does everybody understand? Now, I'm purposely going to go slow tonight because I want to make sure that you get it. There are eight things that God has given me to give to you. If we get to two tonight, great. We'll take up the next next week, the Lord willing. But I want you to make sure that you get these eight keys in prayer 101. Now, the first thing that we can look at, actually we can say nine things. The first thing we want to consider in prayer is that prayer is a relationship. Let me back up and give you nine keys. It's probably going to increase as we go on. First thing you want to consider in prayer is relationship. Prayer is not the answer to all your problems. Let me let me let me say it this way. Prayer is like a telephone. Give, grab me a telephone, please, or cordless phone, or cell phone. Does anyone have any close with you? All right, very good. This is a Cell phone, right? Prayer is like a cell phone, right? You don't credit the cell phone for your problems being answered. No, you credit the one that you called, who was on the other end of that. They solved the problem, right? If your car has a flat tire, you're on the side of the road, and you pick up the phone, and you call, uh, you call Deacon Armstrong back there to help you out, You don't say, I thank God for my cell phone. My cell phone got me. Through my cell phone, I got out of a jam. Right? They say, through prayer, I got it done. What do you mean? Through prayer, you got it done. I understand what they're meaning. But what they're saying is, through the cell phone, I got my bill paid. No, this is just a medium of communication. Are you with me? Prayer connects you to God. He is the source of all answers. So first of all, prayer is about relationship. The Lord is not a Coke machine. You don't just put some time in like quarters and punch a button and, and look and it's going to fall out. He's not a machine. He's not a robot. Prayer. So that is you cannot fit God into some type of uh, mechanical equation. I'm going to spend five minutes with him today, and I'm going to get this in 12 minutes with him that day, and I'm going to spend two hours with him that day. He's not a machine. He's a person. Let me give you a word of personal testimony. In times past, when I was younger, younger in ministry, boy, I had it in my head. I thought I had learned it. I had in my head, well, I'm gonna, I really want a powerful service this Sunday. When I really wanted a powerful service and I went to go speak somewhere else. So I'm gonna fast a lot. And I'm gonna pray a lot. I'm gonna fast. I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna be in that word. I'm gonna pray. 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 And inevitably, I didn't get the results that I thought I should have. I went back, oh, what happened? What happened? What happened? But then other times, when I was so wrapped up in this or that on other assignments, when I didn't have, uh, and I didn't put in the time that I thought I should have in prayer and in studying and fasting, went up in power my God. The Lord just blows my mind. Now, I'm like, what, Lord? I don't understand this. I put in a whole bunch of time over here, and like it was a dud, but I didn't do it over here and look like He just blew up. What is he trying to tell you? he's not a coke machine he's a person he'll decide what he wants to do when he wants to do it and how he wants to do it we can't trick him into that you understand he's a person he's a person Say with me so the first key is understand that god is a person say he's not a coke machine okay if you understand that you got the first key down you can't just put something in and mechanically, that is playing, uh, praying, uh, Matthew the sixth chapter talks about uh, pay, playing, uh, rather praying vain, repetitious prayers, m- praying long prayers, and, and think that God is going to hear. That's treating God like a Coke machine. You got to talk to Him from your heart. That is, if you want Him to answer your prayer. Okay, maybe we should call this Answering prayer, answered prayer 101. If you want him, if you want, I'm under the assumption that all of you want God to answer your prayer. Is that that true? If that's true, say amen if it's true for you. Okay, all right. So that's where we're going to go with these nine keys, eight more keys. Unless the Lord says something else. Praise God, I hope he does. All right. First thing, he's not a Coke machine. He's a person. Talk to him from your heart search your name and tell them talk to the lord, to the lord. From, your from your heart all right let's get into some of the keys that he has given me earlier uh, go with me to the book of john i'm giving you a lot of scripture tonight john the 14th chapter matthew mark luke and john john the 14th chapter now not a lot of people know this first key Now, not a lot of people at all, at all know this first key. The first key, rather the second key, uh, is that you must pray in Jesus' name. Pray in Jesus' name. Sound ministry, help me please. Pray in Jesus' name. John 14. We're going to look at a few verses here. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There are seven occasions here in the book of John where the Lord Jesus himself tells the disciples to pray in his name. To pray in his name. Excuse me for a moment, please. It's a little bit too loud. Please help me out. Now, if the Lord said at one time, That's great. He's God. He knows who he's talking about. We listen. He says it twice. We need to listen. More. Three times? How about four? How about five? How about he said it? Six? How about he said it seven times in one book? I think that's important, don't you? Let's look at it. John 14, verse 13. And it says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in what? In my name, that will I what? That will I do, King James Version says, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, if you shall ask anything in what? My name, name, I will do it. Look down to verse number 26. It says, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have um, said unto you. All right, the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is going to be sent in the name of Jesus. We know his name is Jesus, right? Right? And this talks about when the Comforter, when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes in the name of Jesus. And when you pray in the Spirit understand you're praying in the spirit through His name because the Holy Spirit doesn't come except it be through Jesus Christ Amen. okay the Spirit of God is not going to come through the name of or any other God I'm not going to go through all that. Uh, John 15 go to 15 verse 16 it says ye have not chosen me but I have chosen you and ordain you that ye should go and bring forth fruit that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever you shall ask of the Father, how, in my name, he may give it you. These things have I commanded you, that you love one another. All right, go to the very next book, John 16. Look at verse number 23. He says, "And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall ask the Father, how?" In my name, he will give it you. Uh, Verse 24. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Because the Lord was still with him, right? Hitherto, in other words, up until this point. Because he's still with him. You've asked nothing in my name. He says, ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be what? Full. Full. He mentions it again in his name. Verse 20. Let's look at verse 26. He says, at that day, you shall ask in my, in my name. And I say not unto you uh, that I will pray the father for you. Verse 27, for the father himself loveth you uh, because ye have loved me and have believed that I came out from God. All right. So the Lord mentions it seven times uh it mentions the phrase in my name there in the book of there in the book of John as it relates to prayer we pray in his name now um, here's something that the Lord says here directly in his word several times we just read it asking the father in his name asking the father in his name asking the father in his name does everybody understand that asking the father now, several people pray. Uh, I've heard them over the years. Uh, Dear God, thank you for this, that, and the other. Da, da, da. Amen. Or well, they say, uh, in, your, uh, in your son's name, amen. Or in Christ's name, amen. Do you know what his name is? Does anybody know what his name is? What, what, what's his name? Am I in the right place? Jesus, Jesus is his name, Right? So we're not afraid to say his name. What's his name? Anybody? Jesus. Jesus. So we pray in whose name? Jesus. Okay. The Lord Jesus tells us who to pray to, who to address in prayer. He says, what you, you shall ask the father in my name. That will I do in the Lord's prayer. How does that start off? It starts off our father who art in heaven. Right. Then it goes on down. Right. He says, "Address the Father in my Amen. name." Now that's a very important point. We could stay there all night long, but we're not. We address the Father in His name. We address the Father in His name. All right, Amen. Amen. All right, let's go to some more scriptures. The second, rather, the third key is that we have got to believe or have faith when we are praying. You want God to answer your prayer. Then first of all, understand that prayer is, it is, prayer in itself is not the solution, but the one you are praying to is the solution, right? And the one you are praying to is the Father in Jesus' name. They say, why are you praying like that? Because that's what my Lord, my Savior, my King, that's how He told me to pray. Why are you praying like that? Well, that's the way my grandmama prayed. Well, how's that going for you? That's way so-and-so told you I'd pray. Okay, well, is that working out for you? No? Okay. I pray like he said pray. If you pray like he said pray, you're going to get some results. Amen? Here again, we're going under the assumption that you actually want answered prayer. All right, let's go by the book. Amen? Let's go by the book. When all else fails... Go by the book. That's what they told me when I was learning how to do electronics and all of that. If you don't understand it, open the book. Get the book. You're installing some new program or installing some new technical device, get the, get the book. Get the book. answer's in the book. Amen? Second thing, or the third key is that you've got to believe. Go to Matthew. Let me show you some very powerful scriptures. Matthew 21. Now, while we're going through this, you have to, first of all, this sharpens you. Uh, For a lot of you, this is just a refresher course. You're just being you're being reminded. But you're also being equipped to teach someone else. You have to be able to teach somebody else. And if you can't teach somebody else what you know, then you don't know it. You say, I know how to do it, I I just can't tell you, but I know how to do it. No, no. Until you can teach somebody else how to do it, you really don't know. I can't get no talk in him. Matthew 21. Are we there? Matthew 21. And let's look at verse 21 and 22. Somebody asks you, Auntie, how to pray? How to t- can you tell me how to pray? Granddaddy, can you tell me how to pray? Mama, can you tell me how to teach me how to pray? What does it mean to pray? What, what, can Can you teach me? A classmate, schoolmate? Uh, uh, what's this prayer thing? Can you teach me how to pray? I don't know. You just... Go bow your head, and I don't know how. No, no, no. Tell them by the book. Turn to name and tell them it's going to be by the book. All right. So let's learn it by the book. Matthew twenty-one, twenty-one. It says. Uh, it says here, Jesus answered and said unto them, "Verily I say unto you, if ye have faith and doubt not, ye sh- uh, rather, um, ye shall not only do." This which is done to the fig tree. But also if ye shall say unto this mountain. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. It shall be done. Verse 22. Let's read 22 together. Ready? Let's read. And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer. Believing ye shall what? Receive. Receive. And all things. One more time. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. One more time. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. All right. Believing or having faith as you pray it's a, it is another essential part. You can't do without it. That's like you going to buy a brand new car and you bought it. It's yours. You pay your cash for it. Uh, You bought a Rolls Royce. Pay cash for it. You got the keys and everything. But you can't get off the lot because you don't have any gas in it. It's not going to do you any good, is it? It's a pretty flower pot. That's what it is. Pretty changing area. That's all it is without the gas. Are you with me, everybody? All right. Let us... uh, We got that. Let's go to Mark. Go to the book of Mark. You got to believe. Now, of course... If you don't already know, the all things is qualified. Somebody got excited. Oh, all things? The Lord said I can pray. Whatever I pray, all things, what I pray, hmm, hmm, I think I want me, hmm, 10 kegs of beer. Lord, you said all things. Hmm, I think I want me some women tonight. Hmm, you said all things. You said all things. You, all, you have to know that the all things is qualified. It is Conditional. It is conditional. You don't tell your five-year-old or your three-year-old child, whatever you ask for, I'm going to give it to you. He asks for a hundred bags of candy, then go and eating and eating and eating, and, get it, and then get a big big belly, big stomach ache. Oh, I'm, I'm sick, mama. Well, you don't want to give him everything that he asked for that time, do you? Because you know it's going to hurt him. Right? So some things you withhold from him until he, be, until he becomes more mature. Somebody heard that I know Amen. Amen. Mark 11, some of you know this very well. let's look at verse number 24, Mark 11:24 and it says, "Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray believes, say believe say believe, that ye receive them and what will happen? Yeah. you shall have them." What things, soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Go to Mark. Let's flip back over. Mark 9. Go to Mark, the ninth chapter. Let's talk about this. One verse here. Mark 9. Let's look at verse number 23. When you get it, when you got it, say amen. 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 For the record, that's the majority of the people. 9.23. And it says, Jesus said unto him... Let's read that together. Ready? Let's read. If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Right? All things are possible to him that believes. Meaning also, all things are not possible if you don't believe. So you got to believe. Turn to your neighbor and tell him you got to believe. Tell him when you pray, you got to believe. Now go to the book of 1 John. Go further back in the in the Bible, in the Scripture. Back there next to the book of Revelation, you'll find it back there. Go to way to the back. Come forward one book, Jude, and come forward one more, you'll be there in the book of 1 John. Let's look at the fifth chapter, 1 John 5. We're learning tonight how to pray. Prayer 101. You're going to be able to teach someone, teach that new convert on your job, a new convert, the person that was just converted to Christianity, just received Jesus, that newborn baby, you're going to be able to teach them how to pray. Amen? Amen. Give them these keys how to pray. Amen? Very important. 1 John, the 5th chapter. Well, let's look at verse number 14 and 15. We said already that... um, when the lord said all things whatever you ask and pray you're going to receive or whatsoever you desire we said before you know you don't give a child let's say your five-year-old child wants a bb gun for christmas the general general saying is boy you're gonna shoot your eye out you don't need that you're not mature enough for that yet the little boy will probably go in his room pout throw temper tantrums and say i don't like you this and that and the other but you won't release it to him because you know he's gonna probably shoot his eye out he's not ready he's not responsible enough for that type of equipment right well how much more does your heavenly father know about you praise jesus first john the fifth chapter Let's look at verse 14 and 15. Let's read it together. This talks about the conditions of prayer. Okay? Verse 14. Ready? Let's read. And this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Verse 15. And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, We know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. All right. Now we're getting a little bit more in focus here, right? He says, you can ask whatever you want. I give it to you as long as it's according to my will. Right now. We know the Bible says that God is the giver of all good and perfect gifts. Guess what? There are no prostitutes there up in heaven. The Lord says that your blessings come from above. Seek those things that are above. From the Father of lights. There are no bad things, so to speak, up in heaven. So, we can't stay at home and pray, Lord, send them on in for me. Send them on in. Send them on in. I'm thirsty. Give me the beer. Uh, give me, give me, give me the little roach. Give me the, give me, uh, give me, give me the drug. Give me this. Send them in, Lord, send them in. No, he doesn't have any of that, right? So if we're praying that, he's not hearing that, that's not his will. He doesn't have those things, does he? He doesn't have it. But what if we keep praying that prayer, we keep asking for that, your prayer is going to be going in the opposite direction because you'll be seeking it from those that have it. And eventually you keep seeking, we'll talk about this, you're going to find it. But it won't be coming from the Father, our Heavenly Father. Are you with me? Amen. All right. So here again, the, um, the fourth key is, is that we've got to ask in accordance to his will. We won't spend a lot of time right there. But when you're asking prayer, you've got to know, Lord, is this your will for me? Is it your will? I'm praying about healing for my body. Is that your will? Of course that's his will. We know that it's by his stripes that you were healed. First Peter 2.24, right? We know that we know that he bore our infirmities and we, we know we we know that is his will you find in his will is lord is your will for me to have a job and take care of my family absolutely we know that he wants you to take care of your family you can find that all in the word of god we won't stay there all day but it's got to be in his will all right number five let's stay in first john and then go to first john the third chapter first john the third chapter first john the third chapter talks about the heart it talks about lifestyle, talks about your heart, talks about lifestyle. If you want your prayer to be answered, and I assume that you want your prayer to be answered. Uh, we need to talk about the heart and about lifestyle. All right, First John the third chapter. So as you're explaining this to someone else, you need to tell them, okay, you're going to pray, you're going to ask him, but understand before God releases, He's going to look at you. It's going to look at your heart. Are you with me? All right, let's look at this. First John, the third chapter. And let's look at uh, verses 18 all the way down to 24. It says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in what? In truth. In truth. And hereby we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. Verse 20. Let's read verse 20 together. Well, we're going to read verse 20 and 21. Are you ready? Let's read. For if our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Stop right there for a second. If you're asking in prayer, and if you know it's wrong, stop praying for it. Stop asking. Because if you know it's wrong, how much more does God know it's wrong for you? you got that internal sensor on the inside of you. Now, I'm talking to Bornean believers now. I'm talking to born-again believers now who want answers to the prayer. Now, if you are someone that is outside of the faith, you have not received Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, well, there is one prayer that God will answer for you, the prayer of salvation. Are you with me? He will hear you. They say, well, Pastor, and they always said God ain't going to hear no sin of prayer? Well, if that scripture was rightly divided... Uh, you know, if it was divided or translated the way people say that it is, then none of us could get saved. Because in order to get saved, we got to pray to God to get saved. We got to ask the Father, save me, save me, deliver me. Uh, Jesus, please come in my heart. Please come in my life. Don't you know that's prayer? Right? Now, Scripture does say, God heareth not the prayer of a sinner. What What is the sinner's prayer? Or what is the prayer of a sinner? The prayer of a sinner is one that is selfish, one that is selfish, that is self-absorbed, uh, one that can be evil or wicked or born out of an evil or wicked heart. Do you understand? All right. But if God does not hear the prayer of a sinner, period, then you and I you and I are here wasting our time. We could be at home playing some Nintendo or PlayStation, watching something else somewhere else. Are you with me? but we know that jesus saved us amen Amen. and you do know that you were a sinner when he saved you right all right praise the lord let's go further in scripture does everybody understand that all right so if you're praying and you get a red light in your heart and you'll know her, the spirit of god on inside of you tells you hey uh, uh just stop stop right there Get it right somewhere else. Ask him, Father, what's the problem? What's wrong? If you get a red light, just stop. Because if you continue to pray through a red light, all it's going to do is, is hurt your faith. You say, Lord, I've been praying for that a long time and, and you haven't done anything. I'm losing faith in you. And the Lord said, for a long time, I've been having that big old red light flashing in your face, telling you to stop, telling you no. No. You know I didn't want you to have that car. You know I didn't want you to have this. You know I want to have that, but you asked for it anyway. And I've been telling you, are we doing what? It's just damaging our own self. We say we get disappointed in God. Lord, I'm so disappointed in you. What? I've been telling you, no, you're not getting that BB gun. You're not ready for it. Amen. Amen. Right? So if lights are going on the inside of you, people say, "I felt something scratching me on the inside. I felt like a scratching, and I, I knew something was wrong about it. Stop praying about it. It may not be time yet. It may, it may be for you, but it may not be for you at this time. And remember, the right thing at the wrong time is wrong. The right thing at the wrong time is wrong. I guarantee you, my wife is right for me. But if I met her when I was in high school, it would have been wrong. No, I wasn't quite quite ready in high school. I was a bit too popular. I was a bit too popular in high school. My, My oldest brother, eldest brother, called me conceited. He said, oh, you're so conceited. I wasn't conceited. I just knew I had it going on. Anyway, if we had met during that time, it would have been wrong. But God had allowed me to go through some things, allowed her to go through some things. And at the appropriate time, in the appropriate season, we met, things were well. The right thing at the wrong time is wrong. Does everybody understand that? All right, let's look at verse 22. Let's read verse 22, rather verse 21. All right, verse 21. It says, ready? Let's read. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we, there ever come on, then have we confidence toward God. All right. If your heart condemn you not, do a heart check. Do a heart check. Do a heart check. If your heart condemn you not, there's nothing wrong with that thing. Then we know we got confidence toward God. Are you with me? You're not going to know all the scripture. You're not always going to know what God's will is for your life. You're not going to always know through the Bible. It's not written in the Bible. And and uh, Gwyneth shall go with and worketh for Ford Motor Corp. Motor <laughs> Corporationeth on June the thirtieth. You can't find it there. I I can't I can't find it there, and you will moveeth to Florida if I can't I can't find it there, right? but in prayer as you're seeking god for his will he'll let you know on the inside still small voice if it's his will yet confidence you know you'll have peace concerning it peace but if you don't have peace about it hey stop stop something's wrong there find out what it is all right all right praise the lord praise the lord all right I, my page got turned hold on a second I got so excited, I Turn my page. Does anybody get anything out of this tonight? All right, uh, verse 22. Y'all ready? Let's read. And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him. Now this goes into lifestyle, right? We're talking about heart. Now here goes lifestyle. Ready? And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. You want to answer prayer? Keep his commandments. Do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Amen. Amen. The Bible says very clearly in the book of Psalms, No good thing will he withhold from them that walk upright. From them that walk upright. All which also means that there are some things that are withheld from those that do not walk upright. The full blessing is withheld the full blessing now God will bless understand because he's loving he's kind he's God he's merciful because he loves us he will cause the Sun to shine on the one that's a saint with a halo over their head and that same Sun will shine on the serial killer you know ax in his hand what ax in his hand right If the one that's a saint has a garden growing fresh tomatoes and corn, he'll cause water to hit rain, hit it. And the one that lives down the street, where they have dead bodies growing under their garden, he'll cause their garden to get water too. Think about it. Are you with me? He's just that loving. But his full blessing is over here on the righteous man. The other man does not receive the full manifestation of blessings. But the Lord is merciful toward all. Does everybody understand that? Turn to the name and tell him he's merciful toward all. All right, let's go ahead. Uh, verse uh, 23 says, And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his Son. What's his name? Jesus, Jesus Christ. And love one another as he gave us commandment. Now, it's said in verse 22, it says, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because, say because. because. said two times. Because. because, because, because we keep his commandments. Well, Lord, what in the world is your commandment? Look at verse 23. It says, And this is his commandment. Boy, I tell you, God's word is so wonderful. And this is his commandment. You don't have to be a theologian. There it is right there. And this is his commandment. You want to know, you want to have answered prayer? Follow his commandments. Oh Lord, what's your commandment? And this is his commandment. Well, what's your commandment? That we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ. You say, I got that. I believe you, Jesus. I believe in you. I got that. No problem with that. And say, and say, and love one another as he gave us commandment. Uh, Lord, I got a problem with that, though. I can't forgive so-and-so because of what they did. I got a problem with loving them. Well, I guess you also got a problem with answer prayer, too, don't you? Then the Lord say, as he talked about prayer Then the book of Matthew, the 6th chapter, as he began to talk about prayer, then after that, he said at the end of that, well, after the end of the Lord's prayer, he says, forgive. Forgive. So forgiveness is is also a condition there in prayer. Are you with me, everybody? You're going to have to forgive. You're going to have to release all those that offend you. If you hold offense against others, understand that is hemming up and stopping your blessing. That is holding up your answered prayer. Y'all stay with me tonight. Have I lost you? Have I lost you? All right. We're going to get some answered prayer. Let's go to the next thing. Praise the Lord. Let's go to John, the 15th chapter, John 15. Now, while we're going through all this tonight, while we're going through this, while we're here tonight in Bible study, why aren't we somewhere else doing something else? Because tonight the Lord is giving us keys to answered prayer. This is prayer 101. Not only are you going to receive strength and faith, And answer getting your own prayers answered, but you'll be able to intelligently teach someone else how to pray. Not only that, as you know how to pray according to the book, you understand the book, you'll also know when someone else is praying incorrectly. And you know how enlighten, how to enlighten them. Now, I don't care how much the organ is playing, and how flamboyant Or charismatic the preacher is. Well, Lord, do it. Lord, you know, all this stuff. But if he doesn't say, if he doesn't pray in Jesus' name, it's just a bunch of noise. If he's not praying to the Father in Jesus' name, it's just a bunch of noise. It's a pretty song. And it may make you excited, but you're not going to get results. Well, I pray like my grandmama prayed. How's that working for you? My dad tell me to pray like this, and I don't pray like this pray like this the day I die. Okay. I'm praying like the book. Are you with me? You trust the Bible for your salvation, the word of, the word of salvation. Trust them also with the word of prayer. All right, John 15, we're going to read verses uh, four through seven. This also talks about lifestyle, lifestyle and the, and the heart. The Lord says here, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye abide, rather, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. Verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much what? Much fruit. For without me, ye can do what? Nothing. Verse number 6. Now we're getting hot here. It says, If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a what? Cast forth as a branch. And he is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7, highlighted. Here's where we want to be. It says, If ye abide in me. That's a big word, if. Say if three times. If ye abide in me, and, say and, and my words do what? Abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. You want to answer prayer? It means you got to get in that word. How do I abide in God? Where is He? Where, where is Jesus that I may abide in Him? If I knew where it was, I could I could go in Him. Are you gonna be transparent, Lord? Can I step into You like a bubble or something? Where, what, how do I abide in You? You got to get in His Word. John tells you that. John, the first chapter, tells you that. The, that He's in. The, go to John, first chapter. We want you to see this tonight. God does let you see it tonight. This next key is probably going to take a while, so we may have to close out here. John first chapter, look at verse number 1. John 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All right. Uh, Let's look down to verse number 14. It says, and the Word was made flesh. Who was the Word made flesh? Jesus. And dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus is the Word. If you hear somebody say, man, I just love the Word. I just love, it. every time I hear preaching, every time I hear the Word taught, every time He is clear to me, oh, it just makes me so excited. I just love it. I just love it. What are you saying? I love Jesus. I just love being, you're saying, I just love being with Jesus. He just makes me excited every time I hear it. Every time I read it, it just blows up on the inside of me. Oh, I just get so much. You're spending time with Jesus. Are you with me? That's how they felt back in Bible days, spending time with the Lord. That's how they felt around Him. No wonder they were coming, kept coming to Him. Are you with me? if you hear somebody say, "Well, I love church, but I..." I like the music, but I don't really care too much for that preaching. I don't care. I I, I can't understand the Bible, but I love Jesus. But you know, I just can't. I I don't get in. I don't get a lot out of that Bible thing. I don't like it. Ugh, something wrong because He and His Word are one. You're not gonna find somebody that said. I. You're not gonna find people that say that truly say I love the Word and I hate Jesus. Just like you're not gonna find people say I love Jesus, but I I, I can't stand His Word. No. He's one. Are you with me? Let's go to Ecclesiastes. You know it. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter. I would love to give this all to you tonight. I would love it. Love it, love it, love it. But Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, verse number one. We won't get it. You can get it right down if you want to. It talks about timing. To everything there is a season. Everything, there's a seeming season, there's timing. There's proper timing. You're getting the right thing at the wrong time is wrong and will always be wrong. You got to know God's timing. God's timing. You have to know His timing, His seasons. If you ask Him and inquire of Him, He'll let you know. He'll let you know. The last key that uh, we're not going to get to tonight, oh, but boy, I would love to get to. I would love to. I would love to. We'll have to get get with it next time, Lord willing. We've heard people say, and there's a dear sister in our congregation who posed a quick question to me uh, last week about frequency of prayer. She said, well, Pastor, I've heard it said that, you know, you pray once. You're not supposed to keep on praying for a thing or or you, you don't have faith. Should I keep on praying for something? Should I keep on doing that? And the Lord began to reveal some things to me. Some powerful things. And those things I'll tell you next week. God bless you. Give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know you have a by this presentation brought to you by the Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center Media Ministry. Remember, if you are looking for a church home, we would be glad to have you each Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center is located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. For more information, give us a call at 770-537-1933 or visit us on the web at www.kingdomrock.org.